0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, you are listening to Beer Talk Radio, but you may have noticed for this week's bonus episode, I, Ginny, am a guest on Ashley Hoover Baker's podcast, On This Day Entertainment. And just to give you a little info about Ashley, Ashley is one of my best friends. She's someone I work closely with in Las Vegas. I actually mentored her. So she's one of my podcast training clients who then went on to develop her own brand. She's also writing for Taste of Reality Entertainment. She's blogging. She's going to shows. She is living her best life and making all her dreams come true. A while ago, we did record this episode together because I had so many celebrity stories, even more than what I was able to remember to discuss with her on this episode. But I thought this would be a fun Distraction from all of the madness going on in the world, and I certainly hope that you guys enjoy learning a little bit more about me, my childhood, how I grew up, where I grew up, and all of the fun celebrity interactions that I've had over the course of my life. Enjoy the show, and thanks for drinking with me.
1: What's up, Fanny Packers? This is Ashley Hoover Baker with a special episode of the On This Day Entertainment Podcast podcast. I have a special guest with me in the flesh. My friend Jenny from Beer Talk Radio is here. Hi, Jenny. How are you? What's up, Ashley? Happy to be back. Oh, my God. It's so nice to have you here. This time, Jenny's actually in Las Vegas. She spends some of her time in California, some of her time here. And we're so lucky she's staying with us here at the bungalow.
0: Hell, yeah. I'm having a great time. This place is amazing. You have an amazing house. You guys don't know how cool Ashley's house is.
1: It's really cool. Like, when you work from home. This is the best home to work in. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. I'm very fucking fortunate. I am very fucking grateful too. And Jenny made breakfast today and I'm full as fuck and (laughs) I'm feeling good. So the reason I have this special episode is because Jenny is a wealth of knowledge from being in LA. Yes. And you guys know, hence the fanny pack, I fangirl the fuck out and I love a celebrity story. So just a shout out to the episode Jenny was on. We talked about Troop Beverly Hills and the Culver City Red Feather. Yes, yes. And uh Jenny mentioned that she's from Culver City and I want more details. Okay, okay. I'm I'm glad you
0: brought that up. I grew up in Culver City. Um my grandmother, she was Croatian. She died in 1989. My parents were military, they were in Hesperia, Apple Valley, Victorville, somewhere like that. We were at George Air Force Base, and then my grandma died in 1989. We moved out to Culver City as my father inherited the house. So that's pretty much where I grew up. And I lived in Culver City from the time I was about six years old to the time I was hmm, 20, 20. And... Living in Culver City, what most people don't know about L.A. is that Culver City really was Hollywood. If you don't live there, they think that all the studios are literally in Hollywood, but they're not. Mm -hmm. So the only studio that's actually in Hollywood proper is Paramount Studios. And it's not even in Hollywood. It's like literally on the outskirts, the edge of Hollywood in an area called Larchmont. Mm. Okay, which is, by the way, also where RBC Studios is, where I met kevin from the backstreet boys <laughs> but <laughs> moment of silence okay you okay, you okay? i'm good i'm all good right, i'm right. good and i'm staying focused i'm
1: staying focused okay so
0: um universal studios okay that is in north hollywood mm-hmm. warner brothers studios that is in burbank and mgm studios was in culver city Got it. Uh, Culver City is where Gone with the Wind was filmed. That building is still there to this day. You can drive right past it. I used to drive past it every day to go to school. Let's see what else. Uh,
1: With God uh, as my witness I'll never go hungry again. (laughs) I just saw that movie for the first time like maybe a month or two ago with Lacey. Really? Oh my god I never saw it before. Did you and, read the book? No. And newsflash: it's fucking amazing. Okay, okay. Like I know I'm 80 years late to the party, but holy shit, that movie is fucking amazing. Rocked my world.
0: Okay. Speaking of an uh, amazing movies, uh, The Wizard of Oz. The Culver Motel is where mm. the Munchkins stayed when it was filmed in Culver City. So there's a whole lot of film history in Culver City that a lot of people don't know about. MGM Studios was there when I was a little kid and we were driving to grandma's house I remember seeing that lion on the top of the building and by the way Sony Studios is on a huge lot and it's between Culver Boulevard and Washington Boulevard and Overland Avenue and some other streets so it's huge it takes up it's it's. I don't even know how to describe how big it is, but it's huge. Wow. Like I said, we would drive past it and the lion was on the building and it used to scare the shit out of me because <laughs> it always scared the shit out of me when I like, would see like the cartoons like yeah. Tom and Jerry no, or rah. any MGM movie. Like it scared the shit me out too, of me. I didn't little. like it. Probably sometime in the late 90s, Sony bought MGM Studios, so what used to be MGM Studios is now Sony Studios, and the rest is history. And of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger was our governor for a long time here in in California, so I think maybe that had something to do with it, but Culver City was the epitome of Hollywood. A lot of people just don't know that. So that's, that's funny. It, that explains a lot of how I grew up.
1: And that's so similar to my husband because my husband grew up in Burbank. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. So he's in the other place where all the he studios are. He was in Warner are. Brothers. He was by Brothers. Warner Brothers. Brothers Studios. Well, that's why yeah. they live in Burbank is because that's where his uncle works. He works in he works in TV. So he films in Warner Brothers Studios. So he lives like 5 minutes from his work. Nice. And when you think about it, like that's just people who will live in Hollywood a lot of times have to go to Burbank or to Culver City oh, there's to go so to work. Much, yeah.
0: And you know what? A ton of celebrities live in the Burbank Studio City area too. So here's another misconception. Not all celebrities live in Hollywood proper. Mm-hmm. Most of them live in like Santa Monica, Malibu area. Mm. A lot of them live in the Valley and a lot of them live uh, on the West side. So many of them lived in Culver City, I believe. Henry Winkler uh, lived in Culver City. Bruce Lee lived in Culver City.. Icons. Um, Ella Fitzgerald lived in Culver City. A wow. lot of them, a lot of them. So wow. don't when when people think Hollywood, they just think Hollywood, but no, a lot of them lived in Beverly Hills and other parts of the West side area. Right. And then definitely in the valley, there's some there's huge money. There's a lot of old money in the valley as oh, well. So yeah. we're talking North Hollywood, hills, Studio yeah. City,
1: Lancasham, that area. Oof, yes, that money there. Mm-hmm. So tell me about the kids you went to school with. You said well, you moved there when you were like six. Yes, yes. I had a very cool
0: experience growing up uh-huh. with education. So just to give you a little background, my father grew up in the house that I grew up in. We cause we inherited the house when grandma died. My dad went to Farragut, Culver Middle, and Culver High School, and these are three schools that are literally on the same block.
1: Wow. Okay, so
0: I got to, and I actually had some of the same teachers that he had. Wow. Because my dad is my dad, and I are only twenty two years apart. Mm-hmm. He was twenty two when he became a father, and that was really cool. And what I what I didn't tell you, remember when Sony Studios took over MGM? Yeah. Well, they also started providing grants for. Uh, our high school so they provided all Apple computers back in the 90s when Apple computers were all colorful. Remember um, when um, like that boxes. comeback? Oh my when god! When the comeback
1: came, dude, I asked my mom for one of those. So hardcore, <sighs> I asked for that so bad, and I was never gonna get one.
0: Our entire school had those oh computers. You're so lucky. You're so lucky. <laughs> the purple ones the and blue the and blue, blue ones. I love the green. blue. One. Oh my god, the was blue like was my see-through. favorite. Oh my yes. god, so cool. And I love pink
1: everything, but I thought the blue looked so cool. It looked yeah. Yeah, it looked it like, so amazing. It was like
0: really fresh looking and oh. it was like nothing we'd ever seen. Like no com- no IBM computers ever looked like that, but that's a tangent. So Sony Studios worked hand in hand with our school all the time, uh-huh. all the time. Uh, like I said, they provided the grants, they provided the computers, and then we also had a very good theater department, film department, photography very arts forward it's it's not like schools are now where there's no electives like we we were made to take a lot of electives and Uh a lot of our electives were entertainment based right not only that and this is gonna make you shit your pants ashley do you remember that show the wonder years of course okay that high school that Uh they went to was the high school I went to? Oh, cool! Yes. Oh my God! I so love that when show. I'm like, when I was like ten, watching the show before I got to high school, can you imagine being a huge fan oh. of the show, watching the show, and then you fucking go to
1: the same high school? Oh, that's insane, girl! Oh, that's insane! Yes. I would have done so many like Winnie retakes. <laughs> like I'm gonna be wearing an outfit just like Winnie, standing I by your lockers. Hair. Oh my gosh, her hair gives me all the goals. Like, it was so perfect. Shout so out to simple. Danica
0: Keller. We love you. What a bad bitch.
1: <laughs> what a fucking bad bitch. Respect. So yes. much respect.
0: Okay, so yeah. Okay, so if that doesn't give you an idea of how close to Hollywood my school was, I mean, just being there, you uh, felt like you were on a fucking movie set. Wow. Not to mention, we had. there was a lot of filming in Culver City. There was a lot of filming at my high school. Gattaca. Uh, it was starring Ethan Hawke. That parts of that were filmed outside the high school. Wow. Uh, there was an episode of. The X-Files, and I actually still have, I ditched my classes <laughs> to wait out for David Duchovny Respect. and Gillian Anderson, and I had the cover, remember when they were on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine? Aconic. I fucking had that copy of <sighs> the magazine, and I fucking waited out two periods to meet them both. Oh, my God. Uh, Gillian was really, I think she's really focused, uh-huh. so I'm not going to say she was rude, she's just focused. She was working. But... Um, but David
1: Duchovny was very friendly. So I, I used to like crazy so crush on him. Oh, yeah. Yes. Were you a Sex in the City fan? No. Oh, there was a great episode that he was on. It was a I great bet. episode. We might need to watch it. It was, really, it was a really good one. That is so cool. Oh yeah, and tons,
0: tons of films. I, I mean, there's so many. I met Vivica Fox at my school. Uh, the brother from uh, Seventh Heaven. They were in a movie. I think it was Killing Mrs. Tingle. That was filmed there. There's so many that I can't even remember. Not to mention, I went to school with a lot of celebrities, kids, uh-huh. and rich kids, and uh, you know, people. Not, not all the rich kids lived in Beverly Hills Uh, and we talked about this a lot of them lived in Santa Monica a lot of them lived in Culver City a lot of them lived in Venice you know what I mean if 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 your parents had money they can live anywhere in LA so Kim Fields' little sister, um, oh, Alexis Tootie's Fields' little sister. Yes. Oh yes. Alexis Drop some Field. names. Yes. Drop some <laughs> names,
1: girl. Drop the names, and I yeah, will pick them up. Yeah. I went to up. school.
0: Well, I went to school with Alexis Fields. She was in my. She was in my math class. Um, wow. Yeah. So I, yeah, there's a lot of actors' kids, a lot of actors' kids, and then uh, child actors, and they would come and go. Um, child actually models. So Ooh, fashion models. I bet. And then uh, a couple of um, athletes' kids as well. So, uh, yeah, it, it was it was a lot of fun growing up at that high school. You, you felt like you were in the middle of Hollywood, not to mention, you know, we, we would go to Hollywood
1: all the time. Right. So well, I, it's right there. It's right there. Yeah, it's like right on the outskirts. Yes. So, like, you could just drive a couple miles and be in Hollywood. Exactly. It's really interesting, and it's funny because things aren't filmed in Hollywood, even though you they They're think filmed all over. Every— Santa Monica. Exactly.
0: Oh, speaking of Santa Monica— you're Saved by the Bell fan, right? Yeah. Remember when it's they... It's my jam. Okay. Remember when Lisa Rimini was oh on my, it and oh they yeah, had that the summer?
1: Yeah. Malibu Sands Beach Club.
0: Okay. That was filmed at Santa Monica High School. My mother was a teacher at Santa Monica
1: High School. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, because we go to Malibu all the time, okay. my husband and I, and there's a place that's actually called Malibu Sands Beach Club, but mm-hmm. it doesn't look anything like it. And I doubt it was even filmed No, it was there. Santa Monica High School. Amazing.
0: My mom. My Amazing. mom worked there other high schools to talk about you love britney hit me baby one more time filmed at venice high i saw that in,
1: yeah. a, in like some britney special that yeah. i watched and i was like oh my I god i think there yes. might have
0: also been an aerosmith video filmed at, at uh Ooh. venice high a lot of a lot of things are filmed at venice high wow isn't i think that's where greece was filmed
1: i think it was too. yeah because i remember yeah. hearing baby one more time was filmed at the same school yeah, as it greece was high
0: yeah i love that stuff dean dean kane went to sam oh um, Dean Kane. sean penn i think went to Samo High too
1: <gasps> dean kane was on my favorite episodes of 90210 Aww. he was on the paris episodes when brenda and donna went to paris for the summer she had a fling with dean kane <laughs> meanwhile her boyfriend dylan at home Fell in love with Kelly. And that was my favorite fucking summer on Aww. 90210. And what you mentioned, the Saved by the Bell episodes, you mentioned were some of my favorite Saved by the Bell episodes. Good. The summer with Leah Remini. Le- yeah, not Lisa Remini. You know, Leah, Leah, Leah Remini. Remini. I didn't yeah. even catch it earlier. Le- Leah Remini. Uh, those were such good episodes. Before
0: she became a Scientologist. But <laughs> you know,
1: I, I love that she's like, yeah, fuck them. And I she talks her. and I am down. I am, down. She's, so I am down. she's so good. I am a fan of hers and I never really liked her. I thought she was annoying on Saved by the Bell, but I thought she was really good like it was her New York character. But you like, know what? They needed they needed that
0: because they were so LA, they were so oblivious and exactly. she was like the real one. You know, she was like the big sister of the group she was really good on that show she I'm a great. fan
1: and I loved her dad Mr. Kurosi he was I so know! round and cute he reminds he reminds me of um Humpty Dumpty Aww. like if like Humpty Dumpty were a person I would see that being Mr. Carosi, but like in a cute way yeah like, I hope that doesn't sound like fat shaming because I think he's adorable
0: he was cute he was cute,
1: he was cute. So, not only did you go to school in Culver City in the LA area, but you worked there too. Obviously, yeah. So, I mean, you lived there till you were 20. I lived there till I was 29. Oh, 29? Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I moved to the Bay Area when I, right when I turned 30. Uh huh. And then I moved here. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of moved back. Gotcha. So, now I'm 37. So, I've been out of LA for seven years. Wow. Yes.
1: Did you encounter any celebrities when you were cooking in your All chef the jobber? time? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. So tell me some celebrities. Yeah, yes. I want to know some celebrities that you cooked for cuz now we're talking adult years. Yes. So let's talk about some of your encounters in a, as an adult with some of these celebrities. Well, even even when I began
0: working. So my first job I was working at a lotion kiosk in the Santa Monica well, it's called third place mall or something like that, but it's basically the Santa Monica mall, which connects to the Santa Monica promenade. And like I said, there's a, I, I believe Brittany has a house in Santa Monica. A I'm lot of celebrities, sure, a yeah. lot of celebrities live in Santa Monica, Topanga uh, Canyon, Malibu area. Right. Um, so Ted Danson came through the mall one time, Arnold and, and Maria Shriver came through the mall one time. Amazing. So that was even at 15, 16 years old. Um, what do you when do I when became, the
1: Terminator walks by?
0: Well, I had met him before at a comic book convention,
1: oh so I didn't God. care. Oh, that is so, that's so L.A. That's, that is so I've already, already met Arnold. I don't care now. Oh, <laughs> my God. I love that so much. Yes. It's like, oh, it's just the Terminator. Yeah, we see Arnold all the time. Oh, my He's, God. Yeah. That is that's so funny. Arnold's always out. From
0: cooking. Oh, my God. Cooking changed my life. So to give you an idea of how, well, six degrees of separation, just so you know the level. Like, I can't tell you why I've met these celebrities until you know how good of a chef I am. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> um, the very first chef, professional chef that I ever worked for was the former personal chef of Michael Jackson. And he, wow. his, the standards in his kitchen were so high. This was corporate dining. Uh-huh. The standards in his kitchen were so high that it actually fucked up my entire career because I thought every chef that I ever worked for was going to be like him. Right. Yeah, <laughs> And they weren't. And I was disappointed. And when I get disappointed, I start making jokes. And when I start making jokes, sometimes I get belligerent. So <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I get fired. Anyhow, I started my chocolate business out of my house. And then I Started renting commercial kitchen, and then I got my own commercial kitchen. And from that chocolate business, that opened the doors for so many things. I started um, vending at a club with a group of people who put on an event called Grateful Fridays, and it was uh-huh. like I'm I'm a little bit ashamed, but I'm not really. Uh, yeah, I was like a lot of Burning Man people. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I'm I'm sad to admit that I used to hang out with those people. Yeah. I never been to Burning Man. I have no desire to go. It's like I I see what they're like when they come back and it's like no, thank you. Oh. I like to stay in reality. Yeah. Uh I would go for 2 days. I don't think I would go for a week. Right. They brought so much back of, back with it. Like they brought so much back with them. I felt like I had a full Burning Man experience every Weekend that I was vending there. Wow. But nonetheless, yeah, I was making raw food and raw chocolates and chocolate truffles and snacks and stuff like that. And I was selling it. And they it would be like a big uh, fucking dubstep party <laughs> with vendors and feathers and, and leather straps and holsters and all that stuff that they wear, you know, chaps and <laughs> blouses, lace yoga pants and oh my shit, gosh. you know. <laughs> so... I was I was one of their food vendors, really their main food vendor, and man, Andrew Keegan came through there. Do you remember Andrew Keegan from Seventh Heaven? Okay, we're gonna look him up. He's fine as fuck. I had a fucking mad crush on him when I was like twelve, uh-huh. and then I fucking met him. It was crazy. I geeked out so. Ha- I I I told him that like was I, he nice? I had yes, oh, I God. had a picture of him in my locker when I was a teenager, and then I'm like giving him a hug i have a picture of us oh my god so
1: would he be on the a-list or d-list he's on the d-list but like his his career might be on the d-list but like as far as his personality and stuff, like and how okay a-list for sure oh that means a lot to me that means a lot to me yeah
0: Uh, another sweetheart um michael jai white he was Spawn. for any comic book fans that are out there he was Spawn. he was in uh the dark knight he's in a lot of movies he's in a lot of the you know black movies like I don't think he's might have been in a couple Tyler Perry movies. He's my he's kind of a B list actor, not uh, a D list actor. How would you rate him as a celebrity? Oh, an A list, A per, list personality. Love that. Love uh, that. Let's see. So he, th- those celebrities came through there. A um, couple of uh, uh, other celebrity chefs came through there. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, I cooked for Stevie Wonder one time, (gasps) got to talk to him on the phone. Oh my gosh. And that was... He actually called and didn't have somebody else call? Yeah, he called.
1: Wow. Yeah,
0: Yeah, he, uh, was losing his voice and he wanted me to make vegetable broth for him. And I did. Is he a
1: vegetarian?
0: No, he's not a vegetarian. He He eats everything. Oh, wow. But that was an amazing experience. And this is why I'm so proud of my career because people some of these chefs out here they grind day in day out day in day out they could work for 35 years and not have the experiences that i've had wow yeah so stevie wonder um let's see who else this is really one of the most meaningful things to me i was in love with a show called sons of anarchy yes okay i was into that show for years when i was living in downtown la and i had my chocolate business. I came in contact with a woman named Tracy, and she was the makeup artist for the Sons of Anarchy. So she started buying a lot of my food, Mm -hmm. and she started taking a lot of it to work with her. And then there was one time when she ordered a lot of it Uh and started sharing it. And little did I know that literally everyone on the set cast and crew like was in love with my chocolate. So I got invited to the set by the production manager and I got to walk through and I got to see all the rooms (sighs) and I, I have a picture of me at the table. I got to meet a lot of the actors, including oh. Ron Perlman. Ooh. And yes, Ooh. Um, I didn't get to meet Charlie. I didn't get to meet Ryan. And I didn't get to meet um, Katie. And those were the ones that I wanted to meet the most. Right. Because oh they gosh. were my favorite characters. I, I'm in love with Ryan Hurst, who, by the way, is now, he's one of the whisperers on The Walking Dead. Oh, cool. He's the one that Daryl threw down the elevator, and the, but he's still alive.
1: Is he Beta? Yes. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah, that's Ryan Hurst. Oh,
1: shit. He's so good. That's my favorite storyline on Walking Dead right now is oh. Alpha and Beta. They're so good. Yeah, I know. They're I so know. good. They're the only reason I'm really into it even. Uh, I it's know. So he's fantastic. He's, he's
0: he's amazing. Great. Yeah, and he, he's hot. Like, he's my type of white guy. Like, uh. he's... He's got that, like, Viking look. He's just big yeah, and long big hair and, I like, and, like yeah. sweet teddy bear eyes. Ugh.
1: But he will fuck you up. I like that Ugh, kind of man. Katie Segal, <laughs> I don't know if I would have been Ka- able to handle it.
0: Girl, Katie Seagal. Apparently, she's a huge fan of my chocolate. I didn't get to meet her that day. But I don't know if you know this. She used to be a singer. Yes. And she still sings. I did know that. And my dad's best friend at years ago used to go watch her all the time, and he got uh, a a CD signed by her. So little did I know, Peg Bundy, who was this singer that my dad's best friend used to go see perform live all the time, later would become a fan of My Chocolate. That's so weird. It's L.A., I'm telling you. That's so weird. And I love her. Um, So yeah, that was besides like the day that my child was born, that was pretty much the best day of my life, was being invited to the... It's meet every and I got to hang out with Maggie and talk to Theo Rossi, who's, who's, uh, juice and Maggie was Tara, and yeah. So some of my favorite characters, I did get to meet. Wow. They they took so much interest in talking to me, oh. and I fucking I'm not gonna cry right now, but I fucking felt like I was Santa Claus that day. Oh. But they were they were my gift.
1: that's so nice. I got
0: treated so well by everybody. They were nuts over me. A-list, A-list actors fucking nuts over me. Dude,
1: I fucking love of, Sons of Anarchy because of that. Even though I didn't watch the show, I hear it's amazing. And it's I've one always... of the
0: best shows ever made. See, and I Kurt love that Sutter, type of show. And you know what? Talk, okay, so back to LA stories. Kurt Sutter, who wrote Sons of Anarchy, also wrote The Shield and and and
1: produced that. That's my husband's like favorite show.
0: Okay, of all so time. The Shield, like, there's not one street in that entire season that I can't name. That right. was all filmed in LA and that was filmed in a lot of the shitty parts of LA too. So it was cool that they showed, <laughs> Yeah, it was cool that they showed both sides.
1: <laughs> Did you see the movie, bring it on the cheerleading movie? No, I think they might've been, I think the Clovers might've been from Culver city. I might be wrong, but like the well, opposing. We, yeah. It I mean, I might be, I, Culver might be wrong. City, I might be wrong. But. A
0: lot of great athletes have come out of Culver city. So we, the sports programs at that school were also huge and so was the cheerleading and the right and that was like they were
1: like the a-list yes the cheerleaders Mm -hmm. it was a little bit more urban than uh where the kirsten dunst school it might be it might have been culver's i think it was something with a c it could be something else though it's a good movie Highly (laughs) recommend it it's very fun oh 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 and
0: one more professional experience and Talk about six degrees of separation. Yeah. Queen Bee. Oh my god. Okay, so I met her when I was working. I used to have like three jobs. As in Beyonce. Beyonce. As in Mrs. Carter.
1: Mrs. Carter. Carter. Oh my god. (laughs) Ivy's mom. (laughs) I blue Ivy's mom. Uh, Oh my God. (gasps) Yes. So me and her actually
0: born on the same day. We're both September fourth. She okay, this is I'ma spill the tea. She came into. I was working at Victoria's Secret in 2003. Okay, so this is Uh before she got married. This is before she started having any kids.
1: Right. So this was like Destiny's Child. This is right in between. Right when she's (laughs) like going into like crazy in love, like just starting her. Just starting. Okay, good. Okay. Oh my God, I love that era of Beyonce.
0: So we are closing the store, but of course Beyonce comes in ten minutes. We closed at nine. She Uh comes in at nine ten. But we're gonna open the store for Beyonce. We're not gonna. Lock Beyonce out. No, So she comes through and she walks past me and she says hello and I smile and she smiles and she's talking on the phone and I'm like, listening to her conversation, that bitch is country as fuck. I don't know how much speech coaching she's had in the past 20 years, but she's definitely had some. That girl cannot form a fucking sentence she's so country wow yeah she sounded i she sounded like she could she sounded worse than a 12 year old speaks her speech is oh her speech God. is really like fucked up
1: and she seems, or it used to be right. i should say that wow is she gorgeous
0: body amazing Whew. face no prettier than you and me without makeup hair nappy as fuck like this was i've never seen beyonce without a weave Uh but i saw her without a weave that night wow her hair is fucked up she her hair is nappy as fuck wow yeah she has some bad hair i love that i i love that too and you know what i never had a self-confidence problem after that day Uh uh-huh because it's like if Beyonce, if I'm cuter without makeup than Beyonce, I'm doing all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm God. not saying that to hate her. I'm saying that because I have self-love uh. because I saw Beyonce without a weave. Wow. I love myself because of that. Wow. And she's my Zodiac sister. We're born on the same
1: day. I wish. And, and it's funny. And I know Beyonce got a lot of backlash for this, especially after the song Formation came out because and i'm pretty sure it was formation but um, she yeah it was formation she talks about how beautiful her daughter's hair is and the love of light like, black hair but she never goes without her weave. Girl, like if you saw it, if you but, saw her hair, like, and people patchy,
0: got it. nappy, gross, yeah. Wow. But that's what happens when you do put weaves in your right. hair, well, that's is that's what that happened it does break your hair yeah. off. Yeah. Well,
1: like Brittany, from what I understand, like just has like huge patches in her scalp missing oh, of hair it. because of all the weave. Oh, I believe which it. Which my hairdresser doesn't do extensions her specialty is in recovery after extensions like that's her business because it fucks your hair up so much like she specializes in like restoring and basically rehabbing Re-growing hair. the hair. Yeah, So that doesn't surprise me at all. Okay. Like yeah. black hair is different than white hair, but still it breaks but, everyone's and, hair. Exactly. Out. And yeah. I don't know black hair cause I have white hair and I'm not a hairdresser, <laughs> but yeah, just thinking of like the pressure it puts. And when my hairdresser was explaining to me what it would do to my hair if I got extensions and what she would need to do to fix it. I was like, yeah, no, my, my little stringy, right, just put on a wig li- once in a while and call it a day, but well, yeah, yeah don't destroy what you have. Yeah. yeah there are, there are alternatives. But I don't have good hair. And that's but we okay. also don't have
0: to be dancing on stage right. with two pounds of hair in exactly. our hair so it can blow in the wind when they turn on the fan. And give exactly. The, the kid, and the crowd goes apeshit. I don't need to this. be Becky
1: with the good hair. No! I don't need that. I don't need that. And that was a shout out to my girl Beyonce. And I love not only did she reference Becky with the good hair on Lemonade, but later on on 444, uh, Jay says, "Becky, leave me alone." And I'm like, <laughs> "Damn, I love that shit." I, I, the Carters are my jam so hard. Aww. I fucking love B and J so much. Yes, so yes. much. I'm respect. glad they're together. I like, I like them together. And I respect the fact that they called it out. they were like, "We just don't want to be another black statistic of people who couldn't make it work. Like we're gonna, we're gonna break the stereotype and make it work. We have children together. We're not gonna leave these children." You know to be in two separate houses and they're like this is where this is where the cycle ends and all right fuck like, yeah yes fuck yeah and they're doing better than ever yep yep mm. mm-hmm. 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 yes <laughs> getting it, getting it getting it <laughs> so you talked about your school you talked about your professional my favorite celebrity encounters are the ones that you just run into on the street I like to call it in the wild okay have you ever seen a celebrity in the wild just like more than I can even remember. Oh, my but God.
0: I, two in particular. It was really cool to see. Okay. So, I like, I, I did mention this briefly. Tracy lived in downtown L.A. I lived in Tracy. downtown Tracy. Tracy, the makeup artist for okay, Sons of Anarchy. Okay, thank you. I lived in downtown L.A. My business was in downtown L.A. First of all, every car commercial that you've ever seen in your life was filmed in downtown L.A. I guarantee it. And if it wasn't filmed there, it was filmed at the Dry Lake Bed in um uh Lancaster interesting all right so yeah I put on a Honda or a BMW commercial right now I can name what street it's on wow that's how so the filming in in LA is not like I said it's all over so downtown LA huge movies have been filmed there heat all of them just just all of them Uh okay downtown LA is where Inception was filmed with Leonardo DiCaprio and
1: who's the lady from June I don't remember you know. her. Oh, um, oh, she's so cute. She's on the She's on the Ellen Food Network. Page. Ellen Page. She's on the okay. Food Network. All the, no, right. she, I see her on Viceland. That's where she is. She's on Viceland. She's got a show on there.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, so Ellen Page was in that movie. Bunch of other celebrities were in that movie. Jo- Joseph Gordon Levitt was in that movie. I have the biggest a- crush on him. Girl, I had J- the J- hugest M- crush on him from Third Rock from the Sun. We were oh both, we're basically like the same age. So he was little oh when my God. I was little. See, 500 Days of Summer is
1: Aww, my movie. Oh, and he's a great singer, too. And he's that, cute. Oh, my God. He's and then all the Seth Rogen movies, too. Oh, my God. I, I think he's the most charming, adorable man. He is. And he's he is. Adorable.
0: And he is. He gets an A plus on the A list. Yes joseph gordon
1: oh my God, but here's goodness. the fucking
0: crazy part is that when you look on the cover if you look at the artwork for the inception like the dvd cover or uh-huh. the poster they're all standing in front of this one street facing this one direction uh-huh. that was the fucking street i met him on oh cool. facing that direction we're walking on the same street that the pitch for the movie is on oh shit and that's where i met him oh
1: that's weird
0: it's wit. We- That's that's what I'm saying, girl. It's fucking weird. And he was so sweet and he gave me a hug and we do have a picture.
1: Oh my God. See, that reminds me. I was with my husband and his aunt, our aunt and uncle, and we were on the Warner Brothers lot. We went to a taping of the show Uncle Jimmy works on and that's where one of the covers of a Pink Floyd album was shot. Really? And Uncle Jimmy had us stand exactly where it was shot and you just look and it was just at like the right place of the sun, like the whole thing. was just it was so perfect and it was just one of those weird Hollywood moments (laughs) and it's weird like when you're on the outside because I mean people don't drive in the Warner Brothers studio unless you're going to work on Warner Brothers or unless you're on like a bus tour if you're a Mm -hmm. fan but like you walk over on those sides and you're literally in a different world like houses are here there are restaurants there are bars there are grocery stores everything it's just totally normal and then once you go through those gates you're literally like in a completely different <laughs> it's a different universe yeah. there's a court building right there or it looks like one it's a yeah. set of one uh-huh. there's parks there's streets like oh this is a neighborhood it's bizarre it's fucking crazy it's like almost like you're in like a life-sized dollhouse
0: i know it's so bizarre it is weird. it's it is so weird.
1: bizarre i'm sorry i'm still on the fact that you met. Beyonce Yes. I'm still on the fact yes. that you met Beyonce yes oh okay so Jordan I, I'm so Joseph happy Gordon about Lube. JGL because he's one of my favorite celebrities like, I love him as far as like me crushing on somebody I think he's adorable and, and, I'm and so he happy looks nice.
0: exactly the same in real life because sometimes you love know you puppy look puppy dog at, eyes he's, he's that's got that's the cutest eyes too. like that's my type of beta male like right. that's my kind of
1: nerdy guy that right I would yeah he seems so super sweet so the opposite of super sweet is Harvey Keitel. Yes! And I need you to tell me about Harvey Keitel. I actually was just watching uh, Reservoir Dogs not too long ago.
0: Okay, I, I've been a Harvey Keitel fan since Reservoir Dogs. Okay, oh, He's so good. been in every Tarantino movie. He was the king of independent films in the 90s. There was not one independent film that didn't oh. have, like, Harvey Keitel or Juliet Lewis in it, exactly. Right? right?
1: Exactly. Okay.
0: So I was a huge fan of his and I don't remember when it was, I think I was probably 18 years old, maybe even, I had to be 18. And I'm just in traffic uh, driving toward Venice, he must have been driving toward Venice too, uh-huh. in his big black Mercedes, I look over, uh, I see this guy looking at me, this, this old man, but he's got that cute smirk on his face uh-huh. like I've seen thousands of times before. It's fucking Harvey Keitel. And he, he says, how you doing? And I say, how you doing? I say, I'm a big fan. He says, oh, thank you. And then the light changed. But we locked oh. eyes and we talked. So that's. Awesome. And he peeped me first. So. Wow! <laughs> wow! Yes. Oh my gosh, Harvey! So that Keitel. was a, that was so he he's an A list A list personality. He gets an A plus.
1: The fact that he was nice, like he, I nice. so many people like just don't even make eye contact. They don't look. They just don't want to be seen. Don't want to be recognized. And he is so recognizable. He's one of those. But he's guys, not though.
0: recognizable if you don't watch independent
1: movies because right. he's
0: not like he's not Sean. He's Connery. not a star. Right. He's not. He's Sean like, Connery, but right. he
1: is famous. He's, but that's the thing. He's one of those people that people would be like, oh my God, I know him. He's been in a million movies. But I can't figure out name, which yeah. one. Like, how do I know him? Like, and then mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, do you remember Pulp Fiction? He's the one who cleaned, he coached the guys on cleaning up all the blood after they shot the guy in the face in the back seat of the car. And they'd be like, oh yeah, I loved him. Uh-huh. And he's like that guy, but mm-hmm. they might not be able to say, oh, that guy, he's Harvey Keitel.
0: Well, I knew him by name because I had been such a Tarantino fan exactly. when I was a kid. So I, I, I knew exactly who he
1: was those movies were yes. very big deals to me in high
0: school Bene- I was in I was into him I was in I liked Be- Benicio Del Toro I liked Val Kilmer I loved I always loved Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise so I mean I I knew who like the the leading dude actors were but oh. I also knew who like the supporting dude actors were right and you know I watched a lot of a lot of indie movies I mean that was the thing to do in the 90s like I was one of those kids I I guess I would be a little bit emo, but Mm -hmm. I I was kind of too cool to be emo. A little bit, but I had emo feelings. Does that make sense? Yeah. I was cool on the outside, emo on the inside. Okay, So, yeah, I mean, everything that I watched was, unfortunately, (laughs) the Weinstein productions, you know? Right. Oh, uh, God. exactly. anything that wasn't mainstream action or, like, stupid rom-com, I I was into it. I liked darker things. I liked thrillers. I liked psychological stuff stuff and I like documentaries so I was just that
1: kid yeah 100 oh my gosh I love that Harvey Keitel story he's one of those people I think I would like freak out over and I'd probably ask him to like do quotes from his movies and I'm sure that would be annoying (laughs) But I would hope he would appreciate it so I'm gonna ask you something very personal okay go ahead have you ever dated or had any um, romantic relations with any celebrities
0: Uh, yes (laughs) D-listers
1: Okay, delisters are my bad, baby. Delisters are
0: okay. <laughs> I am
1: fine with that. Let's talk. Spill the tea, girl. Yes.
0: Oh, okay. So uh, do you remember the movie The Matrix? Yeah, of course. Okay, Do you, okay. there were two black guys in the movie. There uh-huh. was Lawrence Fishburne. Right. And there was the other black guy. Right. His name is Marcus Chong. He is Tommy Chong of Cheech and Chong, okay. Tommy Chong's adopted son. You may remember his sister from the '80s. She was a huge '80s star. She kind of looks like me in a weird way. Her name was Ray don Chong. Do you remember her? She was in, I think, a couple of movies with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ray don mm. Chong. Okay, she was an '80s actress. Okay. If you Google her. I'm sure probably recognize listeners her. Google her. If you're old enough to remember, you will know her face. There were there were a couple of like chicks in the 80s who all looked alike it was like Jodie Watley oh that's funny <laughs> downtown Julie Brown oh, Sade funny. and Ray Dong Chong okay they're oh, kind of all interchangeable so funny oh my god <laughs> so um this is Ray Dong Chong's brother uh so he played Tank in the movie The Matrix and he was in a lot of other super d low budget movies uh-huh I met him at Wilshire and La Brea and uh, his bike was fucked up and it was weird. We talked because I was riding my bike and he was riding his bike and we were riding and I kept hearing this click clack. So I was like, is there something wrong with your chain, man? <laughs> so I made him laugh and we started talking and the man is brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, I we exchanged numbers. That. He went to my house. He came to my house first in downtown LA when I was living there and, um, we had a good time. Like he the first date was okay. And uh-huh. you generally the first dates are usually okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, but he talked a lot. And he talked like abnormally a lot. The type of guy who very overbearing it dominates the conversation interrupts you when you speak you can't get a word in edgewise but me being like starstruck by this guy because i had a crush on him when i was a kid right and now he's fucking in my apartment like oh my god you know of course i'm gonna listen to every word he says of course you know this is before i learned how to set boundaries too Uh so (laughs) this is before i learned how to kick people out of my place right i felt uncomfortable but anyway um he was really weird. He was, I think he might've been bipolar. If you look back, if you Google his name, there's a lot of controversy surrounding him. Cause I don't know if you remember, but he got kicked off of the, sh- he got kicked out of the movie. I don't know if he, his contract was only for one movie, but they did not bring him back for the second and third one. Wow. So Revolutions and Reloaded, he was not in those movies. He was replaced by another famous black actor whose name I don't know but he was in a lot of 90s shows as wow. well. Wow. So I think this is my theory. I think he became more and more demanding because just like with me, he became more and more demanding and he just started getting really fucking mean and really fucking weird over the 6 weeks that we dated. Eek. We never we never had sex, you know, but we were talking a lot and he He wrote a play, so it's like he's one of those guys who's really brilliant, Uh, but he might not have any emotional intelligence whatsoever. He might have a... I don't know if it's bipolar or Asperger's, but just, just a sociopath, just someone who absolutely... Wants what they want all the time, every minute of the day. And if you don't give that to them, they will throw a fucking tantrum and gaslight you and tear you down and insult you and just get really fucking weird. And that's how he was. And thank God I never had sex with him. But um, I will say that his vocabulary and his education... He's a brilliant, brilliant man. And it's very sad that he got kicked off of the set because I think The Matrix would have put his career on another path because people loved him in that movie. Right. I loved him in that movie. Right. But he blacklisted. He had to have blacklisted himself because the only other thing that I saw him on was he he was in Panther before he did. uh, He was in the movie Panther before he did The Matrix. But the only thing that I saw him in after The Matrix was like some low budget crow
1: fucking remake sequel. whatever yeah. yeah oh my god those were all so bad they were terrible every one of them except for the crow yeah <laughs> the except crow was amazing oh, and everything and since was terrible right right so the, uh, wow. Marcus Chong, yeah so I, I i don't i'm sorry
0: to talk shit but at the same time like i said very brilliant true. he is absolutely a brilliant brilliant man and he's probably too smart for his own good and that's why his life is in shambles and i saw him about okay so that was in 2010 when i dated him or 2011 i think i saw him maybe again in like 2014 or 15 oh wow he was homeless yeah wow yeah wow in that same area of culver city yes holy shit yeah yeah i think he lost his marbles wow
1: yeah mental illness dude we need to do something about it like it's not okay like people need help and people need services and that shouldn't be what happens to people that makes me really sad especially people with potential that like it just needs to be tapped into like find him a healthy environment that he can thrive in that breaks my heart. It, 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 yeah, no. It, oh. But you know, you can't live a life where you're absolutely shitty to people. Right? You can't do that, and
0: think that people are still going to want to work with exactly. you, or date you, or anything else. Exactly. Oh my gosh.
1: So um, you mentioned Marcus Chong. I,
0: I also kissed Coolio once. That was here in Vegas. Oh, my.
1: And that's so funny because my husband and I were driving the other day and <laughs> saw him. I actually took a picture, not with him. We were in the car and he was pumping gas. But it was we were like, that has to be Coolio. And you're saying he lives here. Yes. He so it had to Vegas, be. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, that confirms it for me. A we lot saw of celebrities Coolio.
0: live out here, too. It's they true. all have houses in Red Rock.
1: Exactly. In the we have a lot or, or uh, Southern Highlands has okay. several um yeah no we have a lot of celebrities especially now that people have vegas residency shows yes like celine dion i don't know if she still does but she had a house out at lake las vegas mm-hmm. one of the backstreet boys lives out in southern highlands um carlos
0: I'm- santana lives in the ridges uh Britney has a place in the ridges exactly. I exactly uh huh. Vince neal is in the Red Rock Country Club. Yeah, he's I actually believe. in town
1: right now doing a whole bunch. Well, he has of he a restaurant here yeah, too. Yeah, he's been, been doing a to. lot of press. Yeah, and uh he has a liquor. He has like a brand. Yeah, a tequila brand. I don't know if he has a shop here or something, but he's here promoting it like right okay. now. I just saw it on my news feed.
0: Yeah, and as many what DUIs and people as he's killed with alcohol, dude. Jeez. Stop promoting it, Jeez, <laughs> please. Jeez. Vince Neal's Sit your
1: ass down. Yeah, chill out, dude. So a Coolio makeout—that's pretty amazing. That was pretty disgusting. Really? Yeah, was he's it floppy? Yeah, gross.
0: Bad breath. All of uh, that. Yeah. Well,
1: it's funny when we were when we saw Coolio on the street, we were listening to Stevie Wonder in the car, mm-hmm. and we were listening, and I'm like, oh my god, because uh, Pastime Paradise came like right when we were driving by the red light. It, the song switched to Pastime Paradise, which is Gangsters Paradise <laughs> for those '90s people. That's the song that it's sampled wow. from. And we were like, well, isn't that just a little poetic justice right there? Like, it all just, again, full circle. So you mentioned to me privately, and I'm going to call you out on it, okay. you said that there was a sports yes. person. Okay, go for okay, it, because okay, I'm okay. not sports person. All right,
0: all right. So talk about six degrees of separation. Okay, so once again, back in Culver City, I was about 18, 19 years old, met a guy at a coffee shop, not going to say his name, but he is the brother of heidi northcott jose conseco's former girlfriend and then she married chuck Lytle.
1: okay who's who, the is, UFC who guy. is the ufc right.
0: star right classic star exactly everyone knows who he is so yeah i basically used to fuck chuck Lytle's <laughs> brother-in-law oh yes. cool was he, he, nice? he no he was psycho oh. he was a lot like marcus i think he was bipolar hey. brilliant 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 Uh, sweet 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 as long as you do exactly what they say when they say it uh, the minute you don't it's it's fucking it's a nightmare Eek. Um he was so psycho that like I never really dated psycho guys again after that. So wow he broke me from my psycho dude uh-huh. attraction. Right. And I things have gotten a little bit better since. Good for you. I'm <laughs> thankful to that. There's, uh, it, to there's that. certainly like every every year that I get older, the quality of the guy that I date goes up just a tiny little fraction of a bit. So the type of men that I meet now are so much better than the oh ones I gosh. met ten years ago.
1: So hopefully you meet somebody amazing before you're fucking fifty or something at least before
0: i'm 50 i don't know if it'll happen before i'm 40 but
1: <laughs> no it's gonna happen girl i'm gonna, it's gonna move to to, i'm
0: gonna fucking move to europe where i'm appreciated i just i think it's a west coast thing i think there's too many beautiful women <sighs> to where even the ugly guys and the fat guys have pussy affluenza and <laughs> I, I i think that it's just they have too many choices out here so it's so hard to get any kind of serious relationship it's You're, a lot you got
1: lucky I'm not. If I, I I hit the jackpot with my man. And you especially did. if you have a um flight of the Concords fetish. Ah! Jermaine oh my god it's Jemaine. so funny my husband looks just like exactly Jermaine exactly like and Jermaine. he heard it all the time like since that show was popular George gets it all the time and then Jenny and I were talking yesterday my dog's named Bowie and she was talking about the episode of Flight of the Concords. Mm-hmm. and she's like do you know that show and I'm like well my husband gets told that all that I told my husband that yesterday he was cracking up yeah I didn't <laughs> want
0: to say anything I didn't want to like be like you know who your husband looks like but I, I held my tongue but it came it's, out at the right moment it's, and it's true he does <laughs>
1: well and you just showed me the video and I'm I'm like oh my god that looks just like my husband it's
0: so weird okay let's sing it together Bowies Bowies and and spice. Spice. I just
1: <laughs> learned that song today and I love it well this was uh, part one we're going to be doing some more recording later on and jenny let's talk about beer talk radio for okay, a second thank you yes i love your podcast and i actually just organically in conversation i mentioned a fun fact i learned from her show that chocolate is something that cools your palate yes so if you're a beer lover or a food lover or just there's really good business tips yes. on your show yes. tell everybody about beer talk radio Thank you.
0: So Beer Talk Radio is the only craft beer podcast in the business section created specifically for food and beverage professionals. So even if you are a beer geek, we have something for you. If you're a sports fan, we have something for you. If you're looking for marketing ideas sales ideas, how to give better customer service, how to be more profitable, how to be a great leader. Mm -hmm. I do it all within the premise of craft beer. But I also have lots of fun episodes too. So there's uh, there's silly episodes, there's bonus episodes, there's something in there for everybody. But primarily, Beer Talk Radio is about celebrating craft beer (sighs) and all of the industries and subcultures that are surrounding craft beer. And hopefully how we can all make money selling it or drinking it.
1: Amen. Because you know what? (laughs) I am one of those beer-loving girls, and I've tried to not drink beer, and it just doesn't work for me. I just drink it because I like it, and that's just what it is. You guys can find all of my
0: social media links as well as videos, and of course, the audio podcasts are on Beertalkradio.net, www.beertalkradio.net the youtube videos please like and subscribe i have a youtube channel beer talk radio
1: that is amazing i am so proud that you have so many things going on that's so awesome get it girl thank you she's working and making it happen always
0: never stop hustling you know what <laughs> get,
1: keep it up girl keep it up well thank you so much for being on this show Thanks thank you for, for ser- sharing so many stories that was Awesome. Thank you. So much fun. You're a queen. You are a Khaleesi girl. We are Khaleesi. We are fucking Khaleesi. And guys,
0: stay tuned because this weekend we are going to film and record an episode for Beer Talk Radio. Ashley is going to be my guest of honor, yes. she's going to be my queen. It's some great Game of Thrones references. It's going to blow your mind. It's going to be exciting. Tune in for that on Beer Talk Radio. And you'll put it, you'll post it on oh, your hell yeah. podcast oh, as well. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. they're
1: going to be hearing it. Okay. You guys are going to be getting it. <laughs> Fanny Packers, you guys are the best. Jenny, you're the best. Thank you so much.